Hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Brashid Podcast. Today we'll be discussing the recent efforts to push more gender-inclusive language in schools in regards to what, what children call their parents and what teachers refer to students and what students refer to each other. Now, it's more towards pronouns and labelling genders, um, but it's bringing in other ideas that we've talked about before, such as homosexual ideas, such as... Um, immorality, such as ideas that morality is subjective. All of these are being pushed, pushed on young kids in schools because they're so impressionable and because they'll accept anything that teachers say to them. Exactly. Um, and look, there's, there's a bit of confusion here because standards aren't being met. Um, standards that are being set by people aren't being met by those very people who have set those standards. Free speech is something that... Um, you know, the whole world has been fighting for very recently. Um, and it's always been, you know, a value of high um, regard yeah. for all countries, um, you know, democratic countries, Australia, America, New Zealand, all these, you know, ev almost every country in the world holds free speech as a high regard. And especially in the education system, where we being, you know, um, students of the Australian education system, we've been through this stuff. So we know how much free speech is, you know, um, you it's know, it's, it's, high, it's highly regarded. And yeah. especially in schools, we, we were all taught, you know, free speech, free speech, free speech. But then as we got older and moved forward in the years of high school, in the latter years of high school, mm. we were realizing that this standard wasn't being met. Because what we were being taught in the classrooms, and that this was a couple of years ago, and a lot has changed in a couple of years. Um, and a as the days move forward, the change is becoming more rapid and more, um, it's sneaking under the table without parents realizing. But parents are realizing and we'll get to that. That's right. Um, but we were realizing that this idea of free speech isn't being met by those people who are putting them. The ideas that are pushed through textbooks, the ideas that have been being pushed through science, through the English language, through social studies, through all these different topics, are ideas that the government wants to being pushed in the schools. Yeah. It's becoming less based on facts and more based on what they want. That's right, more based on feelings. That's why this these recommendations are coming forward so that <clears throat> parents are not referred to by their biological pronouns. So you shouldn't call your dad him or you because shouldn't call your Because it makes other people left her. out. Yeah, or you shouldn't uh, mention... Uh, your mum and dad when speaking to mm -hmm. kids now because there might be uh, a child that has two mums or a child that doesn't have a mum that is uh, a female that identifies as female exactly but yeah. these things are being put forward first and foremost by the society around us because they want to promote such ideas like you've said in science they've already pushed and it's been cemented in school the idea of evolution I'm not, not going to call it a theory because a theory requires some evidence. That idea is being and pushed. And it's not even being taught as, a theory, uh, as no, an it's idea. Not. It's right. being called a theory, but the way that they put it forward to the students is like, no, this is science. Yeah, they've put it as fact. Exactly. Yeah. That's another issue on its own, but it's an idea to, it's an example to show what is happening, what has happened and what can happen if such pressure is put on schools and the education system itself. Now, most of these pushes to bring in gender-inclusive language are happening in Melbourne in Victoria, which is um, like we spoke about before, where the other legislation was implemented about um, uh, serving prison time for speaking to someone about an issue 
such as homosexual rights and if something offends them, if it brings harm to them. Um, and we see it, it's always directed more towards beliefs that Christians hold and beliefs that what we would call the broader sense conservative views, traditional views that society mm-hmm. has held. Now, I think, like I said, there's a lot of confusion here. And one of those confusion is the fact that they're setting standards of free speech and not mm-hmm. meeting them. Another confusion is they're trying to push equality in schools, but little do they know they're not really pushing equality. They're pushing equity. Yep. And this is the problem here. They're not giving everyone a fair start. They're not giving everyone the same, the fundamentals for them to go on and make decisions in their life. No. They're favoring this person a little bit and they're favoring this ideology more. So not every student is given the same start. Let's say this student might grow up in a Christian conservative family, but these ideas are being pushed on him. Whereas this student might be from a family that's more open to these secular ideas where their family is accepting of these ideas and when they're given this information it boosts what they're being taught at home it's partial it's not something that is unbiased exactly and that's what school should be it should be the fact it should be equality not equity when that student goes home and tells his parents this is what i learned at school the parents will encourage and their confidence gets boosted whereas when another student who's been raised in a conservative Christian family and their parents have been strict with them, um, you know, to help them like how they are responsible to raise them in a Christian manner. They hear these ideas at home and they clash. Sorry, they hear the ideas at school and they clash with the ideas, not ideas, they're taught at home. And this clash crumbles the student. They're left in a dilemma. Do I listen to my parents? Do I listen to my school? My parents aren't educated. What would they know about homosexuality and science? Mm. My school teachers are educated. So they probably are yeah. more right than my parents. So what do I do here? Do I disregard my parents? Do I disregard, disregard my school teachers? This is what's being put through yeah. in school. And I guess it all comes back to what role does the government and the school system play in our lives? Like we've talked about before, <clears throat> God put in place government to protect us and provide us with certain needs and certain things in our life. It's not here to nanny us. It's not here to teach us what to do, tell us what to do. We have, as Christians, the church for that. And we have, the school is there, the school system is there to teach us facts and things that we know to be true, that are objectively Give true. Give everyone equal That's right. knowledge, equal facts, equal teachings. Not um, push this idea out of mm. the picture and support this idea more. Yeah, and that's, that's, right. that's just, that's what it's becoming. It's not factual anymore. I mean, for example, let's talk about this, this idea of pronouns and you know, confusing all mm. these genders, not saying mom, not saying dad. No, let's, let's talk about that. The fact is, a male is born with male body parts. Mm. They have certain male body parts. They have different concentrations of hormones in their bodies. They have different functions. Physiologically, they're different. As a human being, their physiological aspects are different. A female is born with different body parts. A female is born with different hormonal regulations. A female is born with some different functions. Physiologically, biologically, scientifically, there's a difference. It's not, oh, in the Bible it says there's female and male. No, this is pure science. 
it's been along for the last 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 years. And in fact, the more we progress, the more studies support this and show this and prove this with advancing technology. I mean, this is, like, I, like it should be said, this is what it is. Yeah. You can't jumble this idea. This is the fact that should be taught to students. If they want to grow up later in their lives and call themselves a she or a they. That's their choice. That's yeah. up to them. But you're not going to favor some students over other students. You're not going to favor some ideology over another ideology. You give students each the facts. They take those facts and decide what they want to do to them. You teach them there's only two genders that you can be born with. Yeah. Because that's the fact. And if they want to grow up and call themselves a she, call themselves a he, call, call themselves a they, whatever they want to call themselves, that's up to them. Mm-hmm. They have the free will to do that. They have all, you know, authority all the rights are that yeah. they want to do that. And I'm sure society will accept them mm-hmm. because it is becoming very accepting nowadays. Even though us as Christians shouldn't accept that, but society will accept that. Yeah. And I know some Christians will accept that as well. Because they clearly, um, you know, the Bible has become great to them. There's no more black and white. Mm-hmm. But if they want to do that, you go and do that. If the parents don't want to be called mom and dad, that's at home. But at schools, you're going to provide the kids with facts. That's right. You won't force. Here's the thing. They want to force parents that are a, what we call a traditional household, that are mom, dad and kids. They want to force them or force the kids to, say, to not say mom and dad. It's a forcing speech. And when we think about democracy, we shouldn't have... or Democracy, it doesn't allow for, for speech. Because for you to share your ideas, for you to represent what you believe, someone can't force that on you. Exactly. And someone can't say, oh, you can't say this, you have to say this. That's why, even though in Australia, it's not like America where we have a constitution that says you're, you have the right to free, free speech and the government can't impose on that. Um... It's still something that's built foundationally in Western society and in Christian values, which was what this country was built on. So to then come and say, the science is this, the fact is this, but we won't teach you that, we'll tell you this, is first of all anti-science and then anti-truth. But that's why they go hand in hand because science is built on truth. Exactly. So to teach the kids one side and say, yes, um, we have science, we have all the answers, we have everything, but then to say, oh no, hold on, you can change genders and so forth. It's completely, it's illogical. It's not, it's not consistent. We can see what the government is trying to do. They're trying to make transgender, transgenders, homosexuals, LGBTQ, whatever the weird and wonderful names are. They want to make them feel more part of society. They don't want to make them feel like, oh, you know, you're going to be looked at as weird. They want to make them feel like they will be looked at as normal mm. people. They can do that in their own ways. They can you know, set up programs and, you know, put, run through advertisements. These guys are normal, whatever, whatever they want to do. But to put lies in kids' textbooks, to put lies, put, to put ideas that are lies mm. into students, embed them while they're young, when, while they're fresh, forcefully as well. while they'll, like you said, accept anything because they'll say, these guys have studied, they have a degree, mm. they're my teacher, they, they know what they're saying. What if, okay, tell, teach them that there's no two genders. What evidence do you have for that? What scientific evidence can you back up with that? They're going to say, oh, people born with this, people were born with that. That's called an irregularity. Normal. 
functioning, normal biology. How can you explain um, transgenders or, you know, the, there's no two genders that you can be whatever you yeah. want. How are you going to explain that scientifically? You see, the, the root of all these issues that we see now is these, are these progressive movements that are occurring. So um, this, this whole notion that we must normalize what isn't already normal. Mm -hmm. So as you guys were mentioning how, you know, children are being taught, um, children are being at, taught at school, you know, that there are more than two genders. They soak up this, um, this irregular teaching or whatever. And as you, as you guys mentioned that they go out, they go back home and, you know, describe to their parents what they're learning and stuff. More times than not, you find that they tend to conform to society to, they tend to conform to, you know, what school teaches, what society is teaching, because religion is seen as something that's, you know, uh, old, something outdated. You know, we have to conform to what, what everyone else is doing, what's normal. And that's, that's again, an issue that we, that we see with this, um, this whole, you know, gender, gender fluid, uh, gender pronouns and gender inclusive language. Well, it's the slow, it's the slow removal of such ideas that are against it. Mm -hmm. They don't just want to promote these ideas, but they want to remove all arguments and ideas against these progressive ideas and movements that are happening. That's why they, that's why they're forcing this speech because it's not something people will, uh, it's obvious, it's not obvious, that's the thing. So they want to force it on you so that it becomes the norm. Same thing with evolution, it's forced onto kids. It's not something that's willingly taught, oh, you, this is a theory, it's fact, they teach as fact. And we're not pulling this out of our back pockets. That's We've right. been through the education yeah. system, we know what, what they teach. We, we would sit down and look at the textbook and say, look at this stupidity. Of course. What are they saying? They're calling this a fact. We, we would go on for hours and hours trying to look Okay, you've said this, Wh Back where's up. the proof? That's right. You're making it seem like, yes, the earth was formed this way and this is what happened and this is mm. what happened. Okay, what's your, where, where's your proof? Mm. Right now, in, no in normal observational science, where we see something, we examine it, and from that, we get truth. They make a claim, they say how they f found it, and they back it up. And that's science. Not, yes, this is facts. Where'd you get it from? Oh, um... You know, it's a theory, it's in people's progress. People's experience, people's feelings, that doesn't work. No scientist with anything will say that there are more than two genders because everybody knows that. But society is trying to push something against that. But as soon as, for example, let's take it, because we know society is biased, but let's just give an example. If a Christian comes out and says evolution is false, they lose their job, they get mocked, and they just shunned out of society. But to come and say that, to come and teach this to kids, even though it's anti-science, it's accepted. Because the bias is that way, it's it's geared towards these progressive ideas, and it's geared towards children at mo at most. Because, just like we see throughout history, many ra many evil regimes they always target the school systems and the young kids. Because if they embed these ideas with them in them while they're young, it it stays with them for their life, and it becomes a normal. Like if you tell the, if a kid all his life he knows the sky is blue. And he sees that in his life. He's never going to change his mind. He's always known that to be true. So if you always, if you keep telling a kid something, a fact, since he's young, if you keep repeating it, if it's a fact, they'll believe it. Even if it's not a fact, they'll still believe it because mm -hmm. they've heard it so many times because we're creatures of repetition. You know, our parents would say stuff to us to hide, you know, some things from our life. For example, like things they didn't want us to know yet. Yeah. They would tell us, for example, you know, we're born, they do surgery to us and surgery to a female and yeah. they take the child out of the, the mother's stomach. Yeah. 
I wouldn't lie. I believed that for a very yeah, long time sure. when I, I was a too, kid. Yeah. Yeah. And that just proves your point. If you keep telling a kid something, if this color is blue, but you've taught the kid from when they're young that that's red, they're going to believe that's mm-hmm. red. So all, well, all normal people are just asking for one simple thing. Teach facts. That's it. Just don't, don't lie to kids. Give them a fair start. You promote fair fairness. You promote free speech. You promote respect to everyone. Diversity. You know, okay, let us Christians be wrong in your eyes. Respect us. Just like some other people might be wrong and we respect them, respect us. Let us do what we do and you do what you do. We're not if you don't agree, you to do anything. If you don't agree with science that there are two genders and you want to change your gender, you want to change your gender, you want to look like a female when you're older, or you've grown up and you haven't liked hanging out with men, you haven't enjoyed activities that men do, you've always you know, enjoyed your presence around females and now you want to transition, like they say, into a female, so be it, do what you want. But take the facts that are taught to you in school and make your decision upon that. Just teach facts. And you know what? There's teachers now that aren't accepting these ideas that are being pushed forward. There are teachers that are standing up and saying, I'm not going to teach in this education system. I saw a video the other day that a teacher came out and said, you can do whatever you want when you're older. Just in schools, I I have the responsibility to teach truth and teach facts. I'm not going to accept this. Now, whatever, they're going to shun him. They're going to kick him out of his job they're going to do many things to him but he's standing up for the truth and saying no this is wrong we shouldn't do this and that's what we need and they're blocking his free speech but they go and promote his free they go and promote free speech elsewhere yeah look it's simple people are starting to realize people you know maybe the society that accepts these things is happy that these things are being pushed forward but there are still conservative people out there there are still people out there that care about what their children are being taught there are still people out there, okay, maybe some to a mother and a father, if their child turns transgender, mm. they'll respect them, but and they still want their kids to decipher using the truth. I'm not saying those parents are right, but there are parents like that. And then there are parents that completely want the students to make the decisions upon, sorry, their children to make the decisions on the truth. So ch- parents are going to realize, uh, not going to realize, they are realizing they're going to start taking their kids out of schools. They're going to start, you know, standing up against the schools. And all this is going to do is a cycle yeah. of standing up, arguments, protests, changes, arguments, protests, changes. And it's just going to go in a circle and a circle. Avoid that by teaching the truth. We don't, we're not asking that Christian ideology, even though Christian ideology is all based upon a stand, a, an objective standard, an objective set of rules, an objective set of laws that have been given to us and have stayed the same from the beginning to the end. So no matter what society wants to think, it can think, but these things aren't going to change. We're not, if you don't want to teach these Christian standards, so be it. If you don't want to label them as Christian standards, so be it. Teach truth. Christianity teaches truth because the truth is objective. It doesn't change. That's right. A basic human human values are you, you should be truthful with one another. You shouldn't lie. And it's not in terms of it's in terms of keeping a society um, like together, keeping them be able like having them able to communicate with one another. And your law system must be based on truth. The laws are all based on truth. So why? Why teach something that's against truth in schools? 
Now, like we're saying, this our whole argument is you can believe what you want to believe yourself. Just don't force things that aren't facts into schools. Enable, and that's what we need. Enable equality, not equity. Yeah. Give every student a fair chance. You don't see in a race one one um, athlete is standing in the middle and the other of uh, the other three are standing at the back. Equality is something that's normal in our lives. You know, we were all given the same education. We were all given the same. For that person that, you know, was uh, needy, that couldn't be given the same education, they were moved according to their, you know, their level of understanding. Yeah. But everyone is given the same equal and fair start in everything, in school, in well, uh, thankfully sports. in this country, yeah, we have so many opportunities. Even exactly. If you're, if you're poor or rich, if you're in a low-level city or a high-level city, you have the same opportunities. You can study and you work hard and you'll be successful. Exactly. So that's all. It's not that hard. That's all you need to do in schools. Let the students make their own decisions. They have the free will. They have the rights. They will have the support when they grow up by society if they need that support. But give the students the facts from the beginning. Let them decide on their futures. Don't push these ideas in schools. Don't push these lies in schools. That's not fairness. That's biased. Yeah. Because they're not facts. They're lies. And if you lie to a kid repeatedly, they'll believe that lie. And they'll grow up thinking that lie is true. And that's going to cause problems. It's going to, you know, for a conservative Christian family, it might destroy their family. Um, you know, they might, the kid might not like their parents anymore. Yeah. You know, this idea of, um, or even don't trust blood. You yeah. know, some friends are better than family. Um, you know, your colleagues at work might even support you more than your family. You know, just because they're your blood doesn't mean you have to love them or call them family. You know, you can have friends as family. These ideas are all built upon the idea of just destroying regularity, destroying objectivity, well, destroying what is normal and calling the irregular, like Shaheen said, regular, calling the wrong right, calling not normal, normal. And it's it's been prophesied well, in that's, Isaiah. That's right. That's why you see, look at all this progressive movement. The, the thing it's trying to tackle is the family structure, the family unit, because that's the foundational unit of society. If you break that up, you break up a society. You cause chaos, you cause misunderstanding. Because a family is where a kid, a child learns structure, learns order, learns law. And if you break that apart, if you break those ideas and those structures apart, you destroy society. Exactly. And, you know, the, the way that this society has been set up, like you said, is a direct attack to the truth. If I was to go out in public and say there's only two genders, that's the truth, right? Yeah. I'll be ridiculed. Mm -hmm. If I go out in society and tell them, you can't dress like that in public, I'll be ridiculed. I'm saying the truth, but no, I'll be ridiculed for saying the truth. If I say it's wrong to cheat on your partner or your husband and wife, they'll say, they'll ridicule me. I'm saying the truth, but they don't want to hear the truth. That's how society has been set up. If you say the truth, you're going to get backlash. If you say what's wrong, you'll be supported. Why can't both be supported? Whoever wants to make their own decision and say the wrong stuff, if you want to support them, so be it. Go and support them. If I want to say my opinion, if I want to say it's not even an opinion, if I want to say the truth, 
I want to be supported. I want to live in a society where I can be comfortable knowing that my kids are going to get taught the truth from the beginning. Yeah. I don't want to have to worry about sending, you know, my kids to school and they're going to be taught, you know, some lies that the government thought would be a good idea to teach them. No. And the thing Let is, everyone be comfortable. Yeah. Like you're trying like the government is trying to make homosexuals comfortable in the society, do it. Congratulations. Make them comfortable. But don't take from our comfort to make them comfortable. We're okay with that. Do what you want. We're not going to force our opinions. Christianity is not about force. Christianity is about love and truth. If you want to follow the truth, you've got to love it. So you do what you want to do. Let us do what we want to do as well. Because if you're going to press against us, we're not going to fall. We're not going to crumble. And slowly, slowly, there's going to be problems. Because when people stand up against what you're trying to push, problems will occur. When there's two things pushing against each other, it's not going to end well. And that's how society is yeah, today. That's right. The sad thing is that these ideas won't just put, be pushed in public schools. They'll also be pushed in private schools because they're funded by the government and because they follow the government's education standards. Now, public schools follow the government standards and also do also private schools. And private schools are funded by the government as well. So if the private schools say to the government, we don't want to teach this in your rubric, in your, um, your criteria, they'll say, okay, we won't give you funding and we won't see you as accredited school and your kids won't be able to sit the HSC and get an ATAR and they won't be able to go to university. And they call this free speech. That's and right. they call this uh, freedom and they call this democracy and yeah. they call this all these wonderful names to blind the society from what they're doing. Yeah. This is, is that what you call free will? Forcing Christian schools who want to teach their standards, who want to teach mm. their um, teachings by saying, no, put those two aside and teach what we want to teach. teach. Is that what you call free will? Well, in, in their eyes, that's what it is. And the thing is, we've seen this happen back in Germany during World War II. The schools were taught certain ideas from the government, such as propaganda against Jews. Now, I'm not saying this is the same thing, but I'm saying it's an analogy. It's the government pushing ideas on schools, on children, on people that don't necessarily want this in their lives. And not because it's against their views, because it's, it's unfactual. It's wrong. And don't be surprised if these things happen and private schools get shut down and parents take their kids out of private schools because these things are being taught in them. And sadly, if, it's, if this bill goes through or these ideas are pushed through into state government schools and private schools, that's what, that's what will happen. Kids will be pulled out of school. Exactly. Um, I think in simplicity, what we can say is, I don't think what we're saying is of much regard to the governments now. Yeah. These things are going to happen. You know, but our responsibility is, you know, some people will say, what's the point of you guys saying this stuff? You're wasting your breath. Nothing's going to happen. No. Because as long as we stay like this, our children that are taught these things will know that there are people that stand up against this. So when they are taught these things, they'll be like, okay, but there are people that don't agree with there these things. And the majority thing. doesn't agree with these things. So as long as we keep ourselves the majority against the minority, we'll be safe. But if we say it's a waste of breath, what's the point of saying this stuff? No, we're going to be in danger. Yeah. If we so, give up before it's ended or before the fight is finished, then we've already Even lost. the government will realize that there's people opposing this. We're not opposing your ideas. We're opposing unfactual information. Yeah. Teach facts and all will be fine. All will be well. You want to support homosexuals? Do it in other ways. 
You don't have to compromise the education of children. You don't have to compromise the comfort of parents. You don't have to compromise against the truth. Yeah. You can te- you can support homosexuals in many other ways. And like we see it happening now, they are being supported. Do what you want to do. But don't compromise the truth from our schools. Don't compromise from Christian conservative families. Don't compromise from normal people who want to hear the truth only. That's right. For sure. So if we would sum up all of this, what we're trying to say is the government's role is there to teach kids facts. So when they come out saying we're going to teach, teach them this idea, this progressive idea, we have to stand up against these things. Not first and foremost because we're Christian, but also because we, I hope to like, I hope to think that we all want truth and we all want integrity. We all want a society that can live amongst each other, even with differing views. That's why we're saying we're not forcing you to not believe in these things. Christianity doesn't force, like you said. Christianity, you have to accept, you have to willingly accept and love what you're accepting. and love what you're accepting. That's right. We're not forcing anybody and saying, oh, no, you can't believe in this. You can't share it with other people. We're saying it's not the government's role to teach certain ideas that are unfactual to kids. Now, if you want to open up a private school and say, okay, we're teaching, gen- we have gender inclusive language here, by, by any means, go ahead and do it. That's up to you. But don't teach it and don't make it mandatory in schools and uh, in public schools and private schools where people don't want unfactual things taught to their kids. And they don't want their kids growing up thinking there's only one idea out there, that there isn't opposing views. And that's what we have to stand up for as Christians, because our whole faith is built on truth. It's built on facts. It's built on evidence. That's what should happen in our schools, in our society, in our governments. That's how the world around us should be modeled. Because without truth, a society crumbles. And without integrity, no one can believe each other and we can't live together um, faithfully. We can't live with each other and we can't trust each other. So if thank you guys for listening. Um, hopefully you can share this out there with everybody. Spread the message. Let them know about this. Raise awareness. And that's the thing. Even though people might not support our ideas, even though people might not accept what we're saying... As long as we spread this out there and let them know that there are opposing views, there are different views out there, so that they can be more willing to accept certain ideas. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, our goal, us first and the whole church itself, as any Christian, should be to bring them to the knowledge of Christ, to believe in Christ. But it starts with small things. It starts with sharing different views, sharing different ideas. So thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.